And my name is Finlay, your other co-host. And today we've got another special guest, someone who's really killing it in their lane. Um, everybody welcome Lizzie Vince. Hi. Social media freelancer and consultant. Yes, and also a mentor for young female creative entrepreneurs. Love it. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, the weather could be better, but you know, mm-hmm. Christmas is coming, dare I say it. <laughs> Halloween's over. Yeah, the 2nd of November today. I actually can't believe it. I but know. Neither like, can I. In two months, it will be 2020. That's this is actually true. mad. <laughs> you can That's still so achieve lo- a lot. You can still achieve lots in this year, still though. Eight weeks left. Definitely. So, um, do you want to give everyone like a rundown of like your background and like what you do, and also how you got into social media? Because I feel like a lot of people don't really know like how to get into it. I find. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I've had an interesting career journey, so this should hopefully encourage and motivate a lot of you listeners that, you know, um, there's no such thing as a smooth ride, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, So I studied fashion marketing at the University of Southampton, and I fell into fashion buying just because all of my lecturers were buyers, slightly biased, and were like, you should become a buyer, so (laughs) that's what I did, so I started working at Topshop, worked there for two years. Um, As you can imagine, it was dog eat dog. It was, um, yeah, a pretty bad place to be. And it got worse as the retail, fashion retail market was, um, had increasing pressure from, you know, the likes of online retailers. You're smart because you got out early. Yeah. If you look at the high street now. That's true. No, it's definitely true. Across all industries. Well, yeah, because I left there in April of 2018, and then I just went to Japan, which was amazing. Ooh. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I my friend, yeah, my friend was living out there at the time, so um, she's now living in Australia, so I'll probably go there as well. But I thought, yeah, why not? I've quit my job. Um, so then I did have another job lined up, but I took like a month's break. Yeah. And if you do leave a job, I would recommend, especially if you've had a bad experience in that job, like I did at Topshop really go on take a holiday take a break even if it's two weeks or a week depending on what you can afford this yeah i think that's very important for people here to like to hear as well because even me like when i or whenever i leave a job or like try to start something different people are always like to you oh yeah make sure before you leave you've got something else lined up so as soon as you leave you jump right back into something else Mm -hmm. like just do that but i think it's important to get that little break so it's good that you you highlight that because you yeah <laughs> take yeah. your breaks <laughs> yeah <laughs> take a break yeah the definitely I, had, I left it it was even temporary so it wasn't even it was a nine month contract I left at seven months because I hated it that much wow didn't have nothing mm. <laughs> yeah six months. but sometimes it's so bad that you just have to do that and break. yeah I started at Topshop day after I graduated my friends took breaks oh, to go traveling, yeah. did all this stuff. Yeah. And I've just been working like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And obviously that's when burnout happens. Mm-hmm. So anyway, going back to Topshop. So I left there in April, 2018, started at ASOS in the May, was only there till the July. Cause I was like taking the jump from Topshop to ASOS really made me realize that fashion buying was not for me. I was like, this is, this is so stressful. Everyone, yeah 
It takes so long to climb up the ladder. Mm. I think with a job, you have to look at your manager and then your manager's manager and your manager's manager and look at them and think, do I want that to be me? Do I want to be in their shoes? Yeah, exactly. Um, Every manager I've had has been so miserable and I'm like, I do not want that to be me. So left ASOS to, um, I wanted to get into social media, but it took me quite a while to be honest so I'm going to be completely honest with you guys um but you have to be persistent so I was going to all of these interviews I was getting constant rejections but you just like I had a few wobbles had a few cries but you just have to dust yourself off and get yourself back up again and I actually did um for four months I was technically unemployed but I was doing extra work I was any kind of jobs I could get I was doing Um, And then I got a full-time job doing customer service from January to March of this year. And I mean, it was, it kind of paid the bills. It's pretty good money, but obviously I wanted to do social media. So then I managed to get a job in social media in a beauty distributors company. And I understand your experiences in beauty, both of you guys. So (laughs) some synergy there. There we go. Um, I I don't know. I always thought fashion was... um, excuse my French bitchy, but I think beauty might oh, actually be. Yeah. We love French. <laughs> you know what, right? I didn't want to, I didn't want to bit myself up like this because honestly it was the worst experience I've had. But I also worked in Topshop. Like Is from. It? Oh my God. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've like, bitchy, but it was like hands down, like my worst, worst experience <gasps> in life. Like, I mean, like, you know, when you're just angry all the time, because yeah. you're just like, I, I literally just can't. Yeah. It was like, it was like that. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't get appreciated. But yeah, so we followed the same as retail, clove retail, like makeup and like skincare and stuff. And then. It's interesting it's that where we you, are now. you said yeah. that about the fashion industry, because I know two people, one of them, my cousin, mm. and one of them, a good friend. They both work in fashion. Mm. They both hate it. They, yeah. they both want to leave. They both hate but it. But they don't. I don't understand why people it's, leave and they just... It's the same. At every job, it's the same. Like, they it's just fear. treat their employees like shit. Yeah, it's and fear. And like, climbing the ladder, like you said, it's yeah. just like, um, really difficult. Yeah. It's like a, a nice industry at all. Yeah, and people think that like a nine to five, it's a secure job. You've got to stay in a nine to five. But when I left Topshop, countless people were getting made redundant Mm. and it's only getting worse I mean with the likes of the b-word brexit who knows who knows what's going to happen like no job is secure anymore so now is the time with the internet to um go out on on your own go freelance launch your own business you know like the world is your oyster literally now because of technology we have like a business in our hands our mobile phone um you can you can do anything you set your mind to you really can so our generation are really lucky in that sense um get into freelancing Mm. so yeah I worked in social media for three months but it was a small business it was very kind of we were treated like children I really didn't enjoy it so yeah yeah, but I learned (laughs) (laughs) but all the shade (laughs) (laughs) but um I I mean I like to think I can learn something from every experience I've had and even though three months doesn't seem like a long time I was basically social media manager because I ha- I was running my own accounts. Yeah. I had m- I had multiple accounts on the go. It was my first social media job, and I had so much responsibility. Being in a small company, that's obviously a perk. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah so I left there and um oh my god my life I actually left there to pursue network marketing which if nobody explained because yeah. I'm literally like eh yeah people are <laughs> like network marketing what is this so there's one side of it which is product where you get paid commission on your products kind of like it's kind of like Avon I don't know if you've heard of Avon yeah. and then the other side is like you recruit people a lot of people think it's pyramid scheme and they have like loads of doubts and you know you said you were skeptical there's a lot of skeptical people out there this is true <laughs> um so yeah I I tried it I tried really hard Unfortunately, it's so. I mean, if you're good at it, you're good at it. But you have to try so bloody hard. So I Would thought. Would you say like, because um, my knowledge of network marketing mm. is kind of like the pyramid scheme, and I feel like people who don't do well in that are like very salesy people. Like yeah. Sell. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the gift of the gap. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I've met a few people that I'm really surprised by. Oh, really? And it's a bit of a mystery. I'm like, how are you? How have you been so successful? <laughs> I don't know, I just, I think it's, it's mindset at the end of the day and my, my mind wasn't in it. So I thought, what else can I do? Use my experience from social media. Mm. And then, yeah, that's where the freelancing came about. Because if you've got a creative skill, yeah. like photography, graphic design, art, any kind of other design, uh, marketing, anything, well, say really anything, but especially creative um, outlets, it leans in so well to going freelance and launching your own business yeah. because all you need is a laptop and yeah. your brain and your creative skills. And then you're kind of, you yeah, learn the business along the way. You really do because, you know, you're not really, even if you study business studies at school, you you don't really know about business yeah, until I you're said, in that's it. That's true. I, I studied business yeah. at level and um, at the, um, bachelor's and master's. Oh, wow. I really didn't know business until I was work in a business. Yeah, startups yeah. Startups mainly, because working in startups and small companies yes. teach you a lot. Yeah, you definitely. To, you have to watch the pennies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do. Small <laughs> budgets. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. true. And the small budget really means that you can get creative. Yeah. Like, we you had to do well. shoots, you know, these big beauty and fashion brands they can hire props and all of this stuff have we had a professional photographer but we were all bringing in props but it was quite fun yeah um you get to think outside the box yeah yeah exactly and if you if you don't if you're too scared to like take the leap from full-time work to freelance or to start your own business I would highly recommend and I'm sure you guys would as well working for a startup or oh, a small absolutely. business absolutely yeah because yeah. yeah. it'll teach you all the skills that you need it does it does teach you like I think pressure is like a big one as well like you when you start and you're small and you're a part of a small team I feel like it's fair to say that you get to see like the pressure like mm. everyone is under from like the top top yeah. like mm. CEO to like literally people who are like pushing the content out yeah yeah you can't you can't you can't you (laughs) could try course through but like literally time time will catch up with you yeah so how did you um get your first clients like did you go on like websites as i work in social media Mm. yeah um and i've recently started freelancing probably in the last couple of months and i use like i started on like upwork Mm. but upwork's really hard Mm, yeah. yeah so how did you kind of um get your first clients yeah I mean I haven't heard great things about Upwork or Freelance.com or Fiverr whatever they're called yeah. um 
I just feel like, you know, because you're, I don't know about all of them, but I know some of them you're bidded against. And I'm like, it just seems like very unhuman. And I'm just like, it kind of freaks me out. So I got my clients through, I'm, I mean, I count myself quite fortunate that I'm, I'm just quite confident and just think, sod it. So I did cold calling. So I would call up local businesses, um, door knocking. I would go into their business. And quite a few of them actually said no to begin with. But you just have to get through like the first door, which is usually like their PA or the receptionist or I don't know, a member of staff. You might be like, oh, sorry, no, we're not interested. And then you get to the manager and they're like, oh, no, actually, this does sound interesting. So don't take the first no as like a final no, because sometimes if you get to the person more senior like the business owner which is the person you really want to be talking to this is true yeah 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 exactly so yeah cold calling door knocking um then I've got a few from networking which I love networking it's like a newfound love of mine but once I love something I get a bit like obsessed I'm like that I'm like, get my teeth straight. Yeah. Get locked short. I just won't let go. Yeah, literally. Literally. And I became, people would call me a serial networker. So then when other people were noticing it about me, I was like, okay, maybe I need to like hold back on the networking. Let me chill. Maybe not like five times a week. Let's let's stop. Let's not. But like, there are so many. Eventbrite is amazing. Yes, it is. There's so many free things on there. Oh my God. So many. Yeah, it's and you can the way you can filter. I just yeah. love that. And I've been to, I've met quite a few clients through networking from going to events on yeah. Eventbrite. So yeah, just net. Even if you like work for a company, networking is just it's so it's fun. Legit, yeah, yeah. And like if you, I don't know if you've moved to a new area or um, you've moved like country even, and you're just looking to mingle with people it's like I've all of my experiences have been positive I haven't met anyone that hasn't been nice touch wood um so yeah I just love networking and it's massively helped my business as well people who aren't as confident some people don't Mm. aren't as confident to go to like networking and just like start talking to people like hey yeah (laughs) yeah so would you say like other what other modes of contact would you say like I feel like emails quite impersonal like it can be easily missed missed. yeah um what about like insta dming and such because I find especially Instagram it's Mm. a really good tool to come across like um new up-and-coming like small businesses and stuff and like try and reach out to them I feel like people have still got their notifications on yeah I'm more likely to respond to a dm than to an yeah yeah Yeah, I kind I kind of agree but then the number of people that say to me I've missed your message because they're they aren't very good at social media that's why they need social media help so they're like (laughs) so I mean to be honest I don't if you are quite a nervous shy person I mean with networking you can I've, I've heard it through another podcast, actually. Somebody said, you know, get to know the event host and make sure you get there early. You know, there's little things that you can do to make yourself feel more, more yeah, more yeah. comfortable and less nervous. The, um, the yeah. thing is, though, as well, like, I'm thinking, even if you are, like, shy or, like, because initially, when I first meet people, I'm not, like, 
like proper like all in your yeah. face. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> apart from like you do a really extroverted, but like, yeah. like if it's like one person, like two person, I'm like, yeah, yeah, banter, let's go. Yeah. But um, if it's like a whole group, which they usually are, you're not going to initially be yeah. confident. But I think it's the fact that if you believe in kind of like what you say and mm. what you want kind of thing, mm-hmm. you should have, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You would have no problem sitting down there and just talking about legit what you do. What you do. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, exactly. it's about Your yourself. Passions. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a good point, actually. Maybe if you are, like, nervous and a little bit shy, maybe it'd be good to ask, start with that, like, oh, hi, what do you do? Yeah, like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, what do you like? Like, kind yeah. of thing. Like, just but make it, it yeah. cash. And you'd be surprised, honestly, when you go networking by how lovely people are mm. and people... Because you're all in, you're all in that room, and you're in there to get, yeah, to networking to get to know each other. So, people will ask you about you, and it's like, you know, most of the time people are so self-obsessed and like, this is me, this is what I do. But I find with networking, it's such a nice sharing Mm. community. And little plug here, um, I'm gonna be, (laughs) I'm gonna be running um, my own networking events. So trying to secure a free venue which is pretty difficult because obviously in London many of them charge um but if you want to join my if you're a young female entrepreneur or looking to become a young female entrepreneur or looking to go freelance or just want some support guidance a nice lovely warm community then you can join my Facebook group um which is YFE Unite and I will post about the event and the event date on there so nothing's Mm -hmm. confirmed yet but very very we'll close yeah I'll, I'll be there I'll yeah be there. and I'm look and as you said with shy people I've been to so many networking events and I've seen the do's and don'ts like the things you should do and the I things should, you shouldn't yeah. yes tell us, so. Tell us. <laughs> so my own one I mean some of them have such little structure where like you don't even introduce yourself like in I think you should at least have a circle where you like introduce yourself. Mm. Like I'm this person. That's what I do. Yeah, Yeah. but some of them you're just thrown into a room and you're like, and they're like, right, go and speak to people. (laughs) But what if people are already having conversations with other people? You don't want to interject. You're not going to get a chance to speak to everybody. And then you have some which are like militant structure. And I'm like, no, this is, You're this like, is too okay, much. So circle A, circle B, yeah, C, yeah. swap. Yeah, no, literally. I've some been of, to one like that, I'm yeah, not you. Some of them are like, oh my God, this is so intimidating. And I'm I'm a very like confident extrovert person. Even for me, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is not, not okay. <laughs> yeah, this is too much. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to create, like, a good balance of structure and, and not so that, you know, people feel comfortable because it's so important to get the most out of the event yeah. Um, yeah. as you possibly can. Definitely. So, yeah. Let's talk about, um, this is something that's kind of been on my mind now for a few months, hence why I kind of um, started freelancing as well as, like, my day job. Diversification of income. Mm. revenue streams people yes. revenue streams yeah yeah I've um, I'm, I mean I read a lot I've read a lot of kind of entrepreneur books mm. and self help books oh which ones are your favourites oh god okay so Dale Carnegie um, how to influence how to make friends and influence people, people. Yeah. that's a great one um, Marie oh my god I can't remember her name or is it Maria um, everything is figureoutable 
That's okay. an amazing book. She, Oprah. Oprah, Oprah loves her. Okay, well, that's, that's important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oprah. Oprah, oh, like, ships her. 100%. <laughs> like, Marie yeah. Portfolio? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. I was like, Fordio? I was like, I'm not going to list. What other books? God, there's so many. Um, there like, there's quite a few spiritual ones as well, like, Ask and It Is Given, mm. um, which is, like, can be seen as quite religious. But mm. I mean, I'm not particularly religious, so yeah. you don't need to be to, to read it. it. Yeah. Um, the compound effect, which talks about taking small incremental steps every day towards your success. It's not about the big steps. Yeah. Re- yeah, it's about what you do every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, I have a whole bookshelf. <laughs> I could list, so I could you, list loads. Um, so you obviously like freelance yes. clients, but then you also, um, do the mentoring yes. as well. Yeah. So, actually. Just to interject, because I feel like, although you've said like social media, what is it for people who don't know? Because I only know social media, like face first, like Instagram, like just like mm. that kind of like thing, like just surface. You what? Mm. But what is it you actually like do for people who actually want to know what you actually, I feel like that should have been one of the first things said. No, but, yeah, no, um, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking it's like obvious, but of course it isn't because yeah. like other industries aren't obvious to me. Um, so... I, I have two sides of my business. So one side is social media management where I take over my clients' accounts. So okay. Instagram, Facebook, sometimes Twitter and LinkedIn, but mostly Instagram and Facebook. They're the one, they're obviously the biggest ones as we all know. Um, although LinkedIn is great if you're a business to business kind of model. Yeah. Um, okay. Definitely. I mean, LinkedIn isn't owned by Facebook, so the algorithms are a little bit nicer. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I always recommend LinkedIn if you can use it. Um, and then the other side is consultation. So I'll sit my client down, go through what they should be doing. But most of the time they want me to just do it for them because they don't have the time, effort, okay. energy, knowledge, expertise. Most of the time they don't even care. Fair. No. I'm just like, I want this. This is yeah. the outcome I want. Do it. Yeah, because it's, yeah, like one of my, my clients are so diverse. One is an interior designer, one's a holistic clinic, one's a pizza restaurant, one's a jewelry designer, stylist, all very different. So they, they like can't be asked to learn about social media. They're too busy running their business. Exactly, yeah. It is a lot, it is a lot though when you have to think about it. Yeah, and I would always, this is one thing that I need to start doing, is what these businesses do, systemizing your growth, so if you rather than learn something yourself if you've got the money hire somebody else to do it like there's tons of virtual assistants out there that's the latest biggest thing like you must have a va to do all your admin and stuff um so once i kind of get myself a bit more on the straight and narrow then that's what i'll be looking to do because there's just not enough hours in the day is there to do everything so um back to what you were saying about um different streams of income I'm so grateful that I did network marketing because it really changed, switched up my mindset. Mm. Like a year ago, I was a completely different person. Yeah. Obviously, on not on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> I did have longer hair, but um, my brain was like, the way it worked was completely different. And this network marketing company taught me about how, how important it is to have multiple streams of income because yeah. nothing is secure. So, I mean, they say you should have seven to eight, but I'm like how how does anyone have time in the day to do i guess it depends what you count yeah. as a I stream guess of as income well, it's a mixture of um 
revenue streams that require you mm. to actively be there and do something and then revenue streams that don't require yes. you. Yes, yeah. So other revenue streams that make money whilst you sleep. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what network marketing is all about. That's why it's so popular. I mean, mm. a lot of people are sceptical, but you make money whilst you're sleeping. So, um, but yeah, obviously it's great to have more than one stream of income if you can. Although I don't know how you're working full-time and freelancing as well that's just <laughs> applause for you like yeah 100 percent, because that's hard it, a I hustle think, I, think, I guess it comes down to like time management as well yeah because i i still want a social life like it's i like to work hard and like play even harder mm. so i need like, my social time so it's all about like time management like how do you like manage your time between like your that's clients yeah you've got several and then also now you're doing this new and networking and being on the side. So how do you manage it? I mean, it's hard, don't get me wrong. I wanna be completely honest, it is. And I'm, my personality is like, I go, as I said earlier, I have a very extreme personality. Like I go full in on stuff. And I- 100% or nothing Exactly, I'm an all or nothing person, totally, completely. Um, So I have suffered burnout. Mm. And like, even yesterday, I had the worst thumping headache. Mm. And I was working in the morning and in the afternoon I was like, no, I just need to not work and just- Yeah, sometimes relax. Yeah, exactly. And I was watching a podcast, I was listening to a podcast actually that was um, talking about burnout and like, if you have a headache and I was like, this is meant to be like, <laughs> it's telling me to stop working because like I have a headache. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally believe in like, all that spiritual stuff as well, like law of attraction and but yeah, you have to, I mean, I definitely don't practice what I preach and I need to work on that. Cause I always say to like people that I mentor, um, self-care should be part of your business. So having a bath mm. or lighting a candle or meditating, yoga, exercise, making a healthy lunch, that should be part of your daily routine and you shouldn't mm. think of that as time out of work. That should be included in your working yeah. time. That's such a good point. Actually. Yeah. That makes sense. It should, like, there's always this talk around like um, work-life balance as mm. well. Who is it that I saw that they don't like to, they don't like the term work-life balance because they feel like it should be blended? Yes. Yeah, that's totally me. I'm all about that because I... I don't mind working on the weekend for a couple of hours, but then I'll always make sure that I take time out in the week. Like, mm. I I don't really have much structure, but I just make sure that I have time for me. Um, as I said, you know, I meditate every morning. I try and do yoga. I went to like ballet bar class this morning. So I try and do two a week. I try and do Pilates twice a week. Um, try and obviously eat healthily as much as I can. Um, so yeah, it should be part of your daily routine and you don't have to like, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Again, like I'm book obsessed and podcast obsessed. And they were talking about, obviously with yours as well, goes that <laughs> saying, um, they were talking about health and how health, yeah health has been made to be such a conscious thing like you have to run this far you have to eat this many vegetables you have to do this much yeah. and this lady was saying 
you know, just really listen to your body, whatever your body's telling you to do. If your body, like yesterday, I went for a run and I wanted to do 5K, but only did 4K. And old me would have been like, damn it, I missed out on a K. But I'm just, but new me, literally, literally. Like, I must literally, go on. <laughs> literally, I'm not even joking. But new me was like, oh, whatever. Like, I still went for a run. I still feel good. Like, whatever makes you feel good, don't, it's, a, it's about progress, not, no, it's about progress, not perfection. And you shouldn't measure your progress in numbers. You should measure your progress in how you feel inside. Ooh, that makes sense. That's cool. I was Look like, yeah, yeah, nobody can see me, but I just winked. <laughs> it took me a little while to get like a bit of a tongue twister. But um, yeah, sorry, I've kind of gone off on a bit of a tangent there. No, that was good. Just quickly. Mm-hmm. We might have to do another um, episode because this is something that I really want to talk about. Mm. Guys, I was late today. I really had to trek to the studio. But yeah, so obviously you work on social media all day. Yes. So how does it affect you in terms of like when you use it for personal purposes Mm. and also Mm -hmm. what do you think about it in terms of how it affects like mental health? Yeah. um, So I went to a talk the other week about um, the effect the effects of social media on like self-confidence and your mental health and one of the girls there was saying we we need to shout louder than the people that aren't doing good on social media so the people that are like I don't know promoting jelly vitamins for your hair that don't work or like diet pills I know that Instagram brought in a law because the amazing Jamila Jamil really kind of rallied it yeah. didn't she yeah um but I would say, I mean, I struggle to find time for social media for myself. Obviously, I've got my personal social media. I've got the social media for YFE Unite, which is like my mentoring network thing, all-encompassing thing. Um, And then obviously I'm doing my clients as well. So it is a lot. Yeah. And I'm such a people person. I love being around people. So I just try not to let social media swallow me up. Yeah. Um, And... I'm totally aware now if I do get swallowed up in the scrolling because I'll go and like, it's always when I'm on the explore feed and I'll look at influencers and I'll be like, oh, like the bitterness will kick in and I'll be like, oh, they're so lucky. And then I'm like, no, what am I doing? I like, I literally have to like snap out of it and like flick up the thing on my phone just to get rid of it. Cause I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, but some people just don't have that awareness yet. Yeah. You can be mindlessly scrolling for like four hours and you just, that used to be me, but you have to be, self-aware. yeah, discipline. exactly. Yeah. Self-awareness, discipline are mega in terms of, because social media should be fun. It should be a positive place. Um, so if it is affecting you in a negative way, it's so important to take time out if you, obviously if it's not your job, but like if it's your personal social media, because you're doing a disservice to your followers if you're putting all of this positive stuff out and you're actually feeling rubbish on the inside Mm. because you're just like you think that other people are okay you're making your followers think that you're okay but you're actually not yeah Yeah, and then they might Mm -hmm. it's like if you think about it it's a vicious cycle isn't it because this person makes this person think that they're okay and then it just kind of goes on and on so just be candid try and be honest authentic and 
if it's not making you feel very good, just take take time out. Yeah. yeah. Take a break. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. Well, that's all we have time for today, unfortunately. We're gonna have to bring you back for a new yes, episode. Definitely. But, um, yeah, just to wrap up quickly, guys, so you know the drill. Yes. Have a good week, stay positive, and if you need a break from social media, take please, one, take one. Take one. Take a break. Okay. <laughs> have a kick. That's care. us. Yeah. That's all for today. <laughs> stay booked, busy. I'm minding your, your business. business. Bye. Bye.